has to, uh, to turn our world upside down in order for us to live right side up lives in this movement of God. And so, so far we've talked about the parable of the sower and a kingdom of abundance in the midst of a world of scarcity. And we talked about the king, uh, the, we talked about the parable of the mustard seed and a kingdom of small in the midst of a world of big. And today we, we look at the parable of a treasure in a field to invite us to imagine and, and live in God's kingdom of surprise in the midst of a world of control. Let us pray. God, open our hearts and minds to your word for us this day. We pray uh, that it would take root there, transform our lives, all for your sake and your glory. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen. Our scripture reading this morning comes from Matthew chapter 13, verse 44. Jesus says, the kingdom of heaven is like a treasure that somebody hid in a field, which someone else found and covered up. Full of joy, the finder sold everything and bought that field. This is the word of God for us, the people of God. Thanks be to God. I think we all have a little treasure hunter in us. I think we all have a little treasure hunter in us. It's why shows like Antiques Roadshow or American Pickers or, or Pawn Stars are so popular. I confess to you this morning that I could probably binge watch Antiques Roadshow for like an unhealthy amount of time. Um, there's, just, there's just something about seeing something that seems so ordinary and old or dusty surprise you, right, with its worth and value. That anticipation that even that piece of junk in your closet or in your attic might turn out to be, to be worth a fortune. I've found buried treasure two times in my life. It may not sound like treasure to you, but it, but it was for me. Uh, the first time I was digging with, with Tonka trucks in my parents' front yard, uh, where, where they still live, where I, where I grew up, and there was this kind of corner of the front yard. My mom had just kind of handed over to the Tonka truck, said that would be the designated construction site, and I was digging with my, with my Tonka loader, and all of a sudden, I dug up what looked like a flat rock when I cleaned it off and brought it inside and washed it. It ended up being an Indian arrowhead, uh, American Indian arrowhead, which was a pretty cool uh, surprise, right, for a, for a kindergartner. Well, uh, it happened again, actually, uh, three years ago, right here in our yard in Rollsville, and I was digging uh, with a trowel to plant um, uh, uh, some, um, like some plants for erosion control. We have like a little slope in the backyard, and my, my trowel uh, struck something, and once again, I, I dug what I thought was a rock, but when I, I picked it up and, and brushed it off, I discovered that it was actually a a decent-sized piece of old iron that was very rusted. Like, it looks like it was a uh, part of a colonial farming tool or, or something like that. Uh, came right up out of, out of our yard again. Like, what a, what a surprise, right? I wasn't looking for it. The kingdom of God is, is like that. In the parable, somebody finds a treasure that they were not looking for. 
We don't know how it happened exactly. We don't have all the details. Jesus leaves those out. Maybe a man is kind of discouragingly, you know, kicking, scuffing the ground as he's walking through a field going from point A to point B and his, you know, his foot strikes something. Maybe he was gleaning or maybe he was, he was plowing the field and his plow struck uh, something. He heard that clink. In those days, there were no FDIC-insured banks. So it was a very commonplace for people to bury treasure in the ground um, for safekeeping. Whatever the case, right, someone stumbles upon a treasure hidden in the field. And it's this incredible surprise. I mean, it's the equivalent of, of winning the lottery. It's so incredible that, that one surprise kind of leads to the next surprise. And in a sudden and surprising move, finding the treasure compels the man to sell everything that he has so that he can buy this field where the treasure is. It's the double surprise of finding the treasure that you weren't even looking for and then selling everything to have it. The surprise of, of finding the treasure is followed by the surprise of the demand that it makes on the one who finds it. And Jesus says God's kingdom is like that. God's kingdom is like that. It can be hidden. It shows up in surprising ways and places and people. And it demands a surprising response. How does that make us feel as a people in culture of control? A people who like plans and predictability. I wonder if part of the joy of a surprise discovery is, is that for a moment, even just a moment, it interrupts our highly controlled world and lives. Because we're really honest with ourselves, right? We are creatures of control. We're controlling creatures who like very controlled environments. We can control our homes from our phone. We want to control our our kids' lives, their education. We want to control life events so that we're not dealt a surprising and sudden blow. We want to control the world we live in so we're on our phones constantly, even trying to create and live in a virtual world that suits us, that we can control. We operate kind of in equations, right? I put this and this in, and this is what I expect to get out. We force things to happen. We get anxious and fearful. Of course, of course, nobody wants to feel like a leaf tossed around by the wind. We want order. We want a sense of, of peace, safety, predictability, consistency, understanding. But we try to secure that and ourselves by seizing control. And it spills over to our faith. It spills over to our faith. We want to control how we serve God. It's convenient to us. We want to, we want to try to predict, control, customize God's movement in the world. We want to control how God dishes out grace and forgiveness and who God welcomes to the table. 
I want to experience God in the way that I want to experience God. And I want to control how it changes me. Can't the kingdom advance under, under my terms? God, that would just be so much easier, wouldn't it? And into that world of control, into that world of control, burst Jesus with a message about the kingdom of God, saying it's, it's not something you control. You can't control. It's more like something you're going to be surprised by. Surprised by. It can be hidden. It's able to be discovered. And it will demand everything from you. Think about it. Both being surprised by the discovery of a treasure you weren't looking for and then selling everything to be able to get that treasure are both direct challenges to control. Jesus is saying that God's kingdom is surprising in that way too. And it challenges us to relinquish control. The minute that, that we start to think that we can control God's movement in the world, that we can control God's kingdom, it ceases to be God's kingdom and it starts to look a lot more like our kingdom. When we try to control things, we are less open and receptive to what God is doing in the world, less receptive to God's movement. Think about a kid first learning how to catch a ball. So we can picture in our, in our mind that, that that initial posture they try to assume when, uh, when they, they're first learning to catch a ball. They have their, their arms like right in front of their face like this tight because they're trying to control not getting hit with the ball because they're afraid they're going to get hit with the ball in the face. So they're trying to catch a ball just like this. But of course, we know you're not going to be able to catch a ball like that. You're not in a posture to receive the ball, to catch it. Um, you're not open. If, if, I, if I've got closed fists, I'm not going to be able to catch a ball that's thrown my way. How much more soon with God's kingdom in our lives? Kingdom surprises can re recalibration moments for our desires and our need to control. Let me tell you, I'm living that firsthand right now. Lauren and I were totally surprised and shocked a couple of months ago to find out that we were expecting another baby. Yes, exactly. Talk about a treasure discovered without looking for it. And believe me when I tell you, we were not looking for it. And my, my initial reaction was totally informed by this sense of panic of not being in control. All of the logistical challenges, right, and the fact that we had not planned on this. But like the treasure in the field, buried in the field, this kingdom moment of partnering with God to bring a new life to the world, another human being created in the image of God on March 20th, is priceless. It's priceless. And it demands all we have and are. It demands adjustment. Perhaps the surprising nature of God's kingdom when it pops up in unexpected places and at unexpected times, 
actually gives us the assurance that we need, that we don't live in a world that's spinning out of control. That God indeed rules and God indeed reigns and is working even when it surprises us, even when it seems hard to see or notice at times. And all of a sudden we, we stumble upon the treasure of what God is up to in the midst of our lives, in the fields of our lives. In the fields of our lives. And let's not miss that important detail. Jesus is saying that God's kingdom is like a treasure buried in a field. That's pretty basic and concrete, pretty earthy, and pretty near. Pretty near. The kingdom of God is not removed from the world. It is embedded, buried within it often waiting to surprise us, waiting to be discovered. God's kingdom is not just some far away secret kingdom in the sweet by and by where we're floating in the air and the streets are paved with gold. But it's it's as close as a treasure right underneath our feet. What if the surprising nearness, what if that surprising nearness was actually the basis for trust and belief and action? What if Jesus transforms human life, transforms my life and your life, not by scaring the hell out of us, not by giving us some scripted magical formula that we say, but by surprising us with a kingdom and a God that is closer than we think? Closer than we think. A treasure stumbled upon in beautiful and surprising ways. Have you ever been wonderfully surprised by God's kingdom? Have you ever been been living your life and then all of a sudden, clink, your shovel clinks against the movement of God in the world? C.S. Lewis famously said that the best gifts in life are the ones that you didn't even know you wanted until you got them. I remember going to Wilmington with some clergy colleagues to spend some time with with Randy Evans. Some of y'all might remember, he actually preached here uh, last year. Um, We spent some time with with him and his friends in Wilmington. Randy runs a nonprofit advocacy group. There it is for unsheltered friends in Wilmington called Walking Tall. We went there to visit with him, and I don't know, I don't know what I expected um, when we went there to experience their meal and, and worship service on the riverfront boardwalk there in, in Wilmington, but I did not expect to experience the kingdom of God in such a powerful way. I saw it in, in the way Randy's friends welcomed us as outsiders, um, I saw it in the way that, that they cared for and, and loved one another. I, I saw it in the way that, that they trusted Randy and his family and in the way that Randy and his family trusted them. I saw it in the, the shepherd's pie and mashed potatoes lovingly made, brought and shared. It was enough for everybody. 
a treasure in a field. And Randy, Randy has found it. And you can tell with his life. And that day, I, I stumbled upon it too in that place. Or, or think about a story like I just read this week uh, about a, an African Old Testament scholar who is uncovering the treasure of, of, of justice and reconciliation, even in the soil of historic uh, ethnic strife and violence in the Democratic Republic of the Congo. Reverend Dr. Catho started the Jeremiah Center for Faith and Society on the, the lush and rolling former site of a school whose damaged campus was abandoned in the wake of ethnic strife in 2002 that completely devastated his entire village of Niakunde. Yet now, this center is at the very center of trying to cultivate and care and create Christian community there. Cultivate Christian leaders, bringing them to a, a, together in a place of, of rest and reflection, providing a backdrop for sharing ideas and strategies that can build up Christian community in that place. He says what's a very urgent now is to help Christian leaders arrive at a common vision, a common plan, and then listen to one another. It's a gift to be able to be all together in the same place to, um, for three or four days, reflecting what is going on in the, in the region and, and asking what can we do as the body of Christ under the same lordship. He says many people ask me, Katho, how do you do a thing like that? You know, you're actually forgiving people who wanted you to die. And he says the, the solution is to continue loving them every day. And finally, they, they, will, they will be able to tell that you are sincere and that this is not just a theory, but they see it in daily practice. Again, treasure, treasure in a field. Worth everything. Worth everything. I know it might be hard for us to imagine this, but what if your life and, and my life and, and our lives might just be the fields where God's kingdom is buried? And someone else this week might be surprised by what they find there. Surprise in, in, in a good way. What if we this week stumble upon God's kingdom in, in a place, in a time that we don't expect, that we aren't necessarily searching for? One preacher says, chances are the treasure of, of God's kingdom is very close. But we're like, but we're like children playing with dynamite. Our problem is that we don't know what we've got. We're in danger of spending our lives without being surprised, startled even by the great discovery of God in our midst. So when the shovel clinks, when the shovel clinks against something, in those surprising moments of God's near kingdom breaking in, will we give everything to be a part of it? 
The discovery of God's kingdom so near in our midst is a discovery that cannot just be assimilated into our lives, but it can change them. The discovery of God's kingdom is so near in our midst that it shatters and overwhelms our illusions of control. I think we all have a little bit of treasure hunter in us. May this week, may this week, may we all stumble upon the treasure of God's kingdom and be wonderfully surprised. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen.